guys, it's that time of year and it's all about community. And I must admit, as a business owner, I'm getting pitched to all the time for community projects and things like that. And it's really, really hard to say no. But we wanted to bring, bring uh, on one of our favourite people this morning, Josie, to talk about Lighthouse Foundation on the Northern Beaches, what they do and uh, what they're doing this time of year in the community. Stay tuned. Good morning, Josie. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, everybody. Hi, thanks for having me. It's amazing to be here. So good to have you on. So you're one of the founders of Lighthouse, a local uh, organisation doing some wonderful things. And uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to shed the light on um, what you're doing, particularly at this time of year. Yeah, amazing. Thanks, you know what, Billy. friend? For anything, anyone watching today, I just, I just want them to observe. A, a kind spirit and a good human, if anything, if, if if that's the least we can get out of it. Because I must admit, every time I speak with you, I come away thinking what a beautiful lady and that we should have more people like you in the world. So welcome. Thank you, Mark. Honestly, like I said, it's amazing to get a bit of space on your, on your platform. Um, not expected, but, you know, really honoured. Thanks so much. No worries, legend. So listen, tell me, um, how did this begin? You, you're the founder of the Lighthouse Foundation, and how did this begin? When did it begin? Give us the story in 15 seconds. 15 seconds, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah 2006, I found myself, unfortunately, myself personally, in a domestic violent marriage, uh, pregnant with my fourth child, ended up having to go into a local DY woman's refuge. And it was in that space that um, I just, I realised I had like foggy brain. I didn't know, you know, I was in a crisis mentality. I was like, how the heck do I do this? Um, and long story short, it was in that space that uh, being in it, that there was some amazing support, but there was some gaps, unfortunately, on the Northern Beaches that I just thought, I wish that I had someone to come alongside me to actually help me do X, Y, Zs because I just couldn't think. Um, and that's actually what we created. It was because of my own journey coming through. And I started to see, unfortunately, a couple of services out there that were kind of big on handouts. And I, because I now have a new title as single mum with four, well, three kids, one on the way, I had other single mums in the area are kind of going, you got to go here, you got to go there, you got to go, you'll get this for free, you'll get that. And I, I mean, I now call it service hopping, um, service shopping, and you get told where you can go and get all your freebies. And I just, honestly, I, I didn't like that. I was like, no, I want to create a service that actually equips mums and children to move forward, to rise up and move forward and not just rely on a service to give handouts. So, that's where Lighthouse came from. It was out of my own life experience. Hated it at the time, but I look, I wouldn't change a thing, and I'm glad I went through it. I love Joining what you said earlier. Um, a, ha a hand up. You wanted a hand up. I did, because I thought, well, little handouts only going to sustain me for a moment, right? I need to be able to be sustainable forever. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. 
that was 2006. 2006, I was pregnant with my fourth child. And yeah, we had to leave. It was the best thing that I had to, we had to do it, had to go. And then what? In that space, in that woman's refuge, like I said, I just saw gaps. And so I thought, right, how am I going to do this? Okay, I'm due to have this child. But it was such a deep desire to really equip the, specifically at the time, the woman in our community. And so I thought, righto, what can I do? Because I, I want to be taken seriously, so I need to study. So I stepped in, I'd had that child, um, daughter, and stepped in uh, very quickly, like six months later, and started a diploma of community services because I just, I didn't want to become a counsellor or social worker. I wanted to be able to lay out a pathway plan where, where it's like, you dump on me what's going on and we'll decipher it and we'll work out the steps to help you to move forward. So that was case management. And I, I did a two year in one year uh, diploma because I just didn't have time to do two years. So I doubled up and did it all in the one year. And um, I decided to meet in a park in DY there. Um, and I invited mums that I'd met at these groups that were giving handouts because I didn't want to go into these groups. To be honest, I feel actually when I think about it, I think I was going in undercover. I didn't want to be a client for a handout. So I'd say, I'd say, don't give me, I don't want your stuff, but I want to come and connect with women, you know, but it was like, what they weren't doing is what I wanted to do because I believe as well that it's not about, you know, looking over the fence going, oh, they're doing that. I'm going to do it better. No, no, no. Let's actually do what they're not doing. Let's let them do that and we'll do what they're not doing and we'll implement what needs to be done in the community. So I went in undercover and I was saying, guys, you've got to go to court. You've got to go to housing. got to go to Centrelink. Let's go. And so I just, I just went out with them um, and sat with them because I recognised that when you turn up to some of these places, they're there for the moment. We, you know, we need to step into those places for a moment sometimes. But when you go without support, I can tell you this, that you do definitely get treated differently than when you turn up with a case manager. So I just went out with these mums, went to these court, housing, Centrelink, all that, and you know, stepped in, I'm their case manager, I'm supporting, um, let's, you know, what what can you do? But again, it was about equipping. It was like, Centrelink, let's not just, you know, we're going to sit in that thing and you're on Centrelink forever. Because I, being a single mom myself with four kids, went, do you know what? I want my kids to catch, you know, catch no poverty, no victim mentality sort of space. I want us to rise up and out of that. But for the moment, we're going to sit in it. And I was reiterating, okay, guys, it's tough for the moment. We're going to get through this. We're going to do this. And this is what I was wanting to equip these women in. And so it started like that. And then um, I approached the, oh, no, I got, I don't know, I got heard about by the mayor at the time. And so I then all of a sudden was being nominated for these awards. And I was like, oh, nah, I'm not doing this for awards, guys. I'm not, you know, whatever. And it was like, oh, I just, and then I just, you know, I sort of sat down and went, okay, what's this about? And, I, and someone said to me, actually, it's the awards that will open the doors for you. So just take them. Just say yes, thank you, and move on. So I was like, all right, righto. So there's quite a few awards now. But again, it's not about I'm so great. It's about really let's equip our community to, to just break the crap that, that's out there, you know, to come out the other side and raise up our kids out of poverty and victim mentalities. So 
amazing. It gave you, it's amazing that the situation you're in gave you a whole new purpose in life. A hundred percent. Like those, I, I think I've said to you before, Mark, um, as much as that hour was a tough hour, um, I'm from New Zealand, so I had no family here at all, but I knew I could not go back because this is what's crazy is I actually grew up in domestic violence, which is why I now know why I stepped into that scenario in my own marriage because I thought it was normal, as crazy as that sounds. But anyway, yeah, right. I, yeah I could not go back because, um, yeah, because unfortunately my parents in their 70s are still in domestic violence. It is messed up. Uh, and if they don't break the cycle, I've I, been in this zone for so many years now. I'm like, Mum, seriously, come on. Um, and so it's you, you can lead a horse to water, right? But you can't force them to drink it. So, uh, but I had to be the you know cycle breaker in my family, and um, which is what I've done. And even you know in with my sisters and blah blah blah. Anyway, so um, long story short, it was just yeah about um moving forward and coming out of the stuff so i've lost track on what your question was <laughs> so so lighthouse foundation um northern beaches based uh, women that are in domestic violence um yes, that can't that are, it's a completely new scenario for them to get to get out of and they don't know how they got into it Yes. Your you the function of you guys is to join the dots for what what uh, the government and supporting services are, are are not entirely doing. Yes, there, there's different forms of domestic violence because yes. I I always think of it as physical, but it can be mental. Yeah, yeah, that's right. To be honest, though, over the years, like way back, probably I don't know, fifteen twenty years ago, domestic violence title was specifically many of us knew it to be that it was just physical violence but over the years as uh i suppose the government and counselors and social workers and everything have recognized that um actually to be honest the the violent relationships not great of course physically but what i've even seen since we've been working in this field is that those coming out of physical violence when they get separated and get you know can move out of that they actually heal and can move forward quicker. But then we've got those that have been, you know, smashed emotionally. Um, and so, they, you know, they've been belittled, belittled, they've been told that they're not so great. They've been, And they've started to, over the years, believe the things that they've been told and that they're, you know, they're hopeless, they're not going to make it in life and all that, and they can't do it without whoever they're coming from. Um, they believe this stuff. So they, 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 they sit in a place of, I don't know how to do this. I can't do this without him or her. Because actually we are, I am finding actually also there is men who are actually victims as well. And so we have expanded our service. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing from victims that the ones that are in the emotional sort of, so like I said, there's, there's the, um, the verbal abuse, there's the financial pressures where you're actually not you know, you, you, you've just got so much boundaries around you, you don't have access to money, so you, you, you can't do anything. Um, and then just, you know, many step into anxiety, depression, and isolation is a big one. There's a real disconnect from family. They just, you know, end up finding themselves by themselves and look can't see a way forward. Um, but, yeah, it's not just physical uh, anymore. And government definitely um, sees it, looks upon that now.
And Joseph, this is this is go Billy go. Where where can we find you, and where how can we help? Yeah, look, um, I don't actually advertise our offices because, as I said, we we are helping women um, come out of these situations. But to be honest, I do advertise and say we are on the northern beaches. We are actually in DUI. So if someone wants to go to the full lengths of trying to find us, they can do that. But um, anyway, I um, yeah, we're on the northern beaches of DUI. But our services just Uh, we can drop you a line though. Can we message you? 100%. 100%. Definitely. We have a website. Um, website. Anyone that connect with us, there's a contact form and you can send through, a, you know, um, whatever is going on and, and we will be in touch. But um, we, we not only work Northern Beaches, uh, Northern Beaches clients, we work actually not even only just Sydney. Over the last few years, I get calls from all different states. We're coming out of the COVID crazy zone we've all been in. The benefit in that is we learned very well how to do this, right? How to do video calls and stuff. So um, I seen that now, actually, to be honest, those ones specifically that are coming out of physical violence, this is how we communicate now. I used really? to have, yes, I used to have them come to my office um, and and it was fine, but they would have to try and find a way to come down. When they would leave, I would often work late hours and i'd leave my office looking around my back going well, was she followed today and there was a little bit of a fear around you know all of that so i now say you get to somewhere safe i know i'm safe let's do this and this is how we work with those ones specifically that are in those really not so great spaces of physical violence wow. Josie, I, I find that um that you know pain or poverty or or depression or you know all all of these things that can happen in society i think people often look over their shoulder and think yeah no not not me or nobody i know but statistically um the people that you're helping are in need it's a big number like it would be one in how many people that would that would be part of domestic violence it would be one in one in hundreds, thousands. I mean, if any stat I can put on here is that right now, even this year, this week, there is one person that actually dies a week to domestic violence. Like we're talking, and that's not even, you know, those that end up in uh, mental health wards. Um, I've got one right now on the northern beaches that are mental in a mental health ward that got admitted this week because of um, she's she's out, but it's just then still the control afterwards and you know what the messages and the stalking and stuff that goes on like it it, it you know it makes people feel that they just have no no you know control and the and the fear that comes upon people is massive you know so yeah. Well, I must admit, if it was happening around me, I wouldn't actually know exactly where to turn to. So I think awareness for today and having you here and, and, and talking people through it, if we can just help one one human out there, that's a that's a huge win. Um, right. What's the vision? What's the vision look like now for you? So you've spent the last fifteen years plus with Lighthouse Foundation building an amazing. Yes. support structure for the community what's the yes. vision now forward 
Yeah, sure. So over the years, it was initially at the beginning just women and children. And um, over the years, what I've actually seen is, like I said before, is that men are involved as well. They are victims. They can be victims. Um, and so we expanded our service, our umbrella. We do actually work with men as well um, who are coming out of these scenarios. And specifically, we found over the last few years, men in with addictions and homeless is another zone we've expanded to as well. So, but the vision for the future is right now we are renting space and it's a very tiny space which works uh, for what we're doing right now and it's very much case management um, only. But I really would love to um, expand our services uh, physically uh, even more where um, we were able to maybe purchase a, a land, a property, um, a building site where we could look at specifically uh, creating employment for our clients because I find a lot of my mums uh, with young children, they actually, you know, can only work restrictively uh, hours and all that in days because of their, you know, um, commitments with their children. And so it's very difficult for a lot of them to find employment. So I would like to create employment in a space, say on a bottom level, where we can work hours according to what works for them. And then we actually also have our office spaces. We have clothing rooms where people can come and get clothes wow. to go to court, find employment. Come on, let's equip them to actually go find work. Education rooms that we can educate and train these ones on how to come out of victim and poverty mentalities. And then also it'd be amazing to have an open space where we can have community outreach where even I would love to reach out to the elderly who I know are doing it tough right now, specifically to even get online and uh, pay bills. But many, many elderly out there have found themselves in situations where they are looking after their grandkids because of their daughter or whatever that can't do the, do it now because of their domestic violence. So the grandparents are left with the kids. So to be able to support the grandparents as well, then affordable accommodation, that is a big, big, big deal on the Northern Beaches and Sydney, Australia as well. But work into a program, again, affordable isn't, it's not free accommodation. It's transitional where you come in to say the program for 12 months, we work with you to help you get employed, come out of victim poverty mentalities, equip your kids to move forward. Then we move you out into society. But this is a big dream of mine. I would so love to be able to create all this because I think we would make a massive impact in our community to be able to, again, give people a hand up, not a handout. Tracy, God has given you a gift. <laughs> hey, you are an amazing human. Oh. You really, really are. You really, really are. What a vision. What a vision. The big so, one I know. Um, anyway. Hey? It's a big one, I know, but, you know, you said God and I think nothing's impossible for him, so let's do it. <laughs> nah, anyway. you've got, you've got, um, you've got it, you've got what it takes. And, and that, that, uh, you know, something that I've been learning from you is that that, um, it's, the, the necessity for the transitional housing is um, yes. uh, governments are, 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 are there for us, um, but to snap on, they're slow. Um, and having, having a segue and someone like you there to transition um, uh, domestic violence um, victims, mums and kids um, out um, and then transition them um, into a, a safe environment. 
Uh, yes. Very, very, you know, you just don't realise that there's that, that, that it just makes so much sense. Um, and to hear it, to hear it come out of your mouth, it's like, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, we, have a tiny, but, yeah. we have a tiny but, bit of that going on right now where the government do provide hotels for these ones transitioning out. But to be honest, what I've seen happen, and I've, I've approached the government on it to partner with us, but what I see happen is that many of the clients come in through a hotline and say, I need to come out, blah, blah, blah. But they stay in the system and there's no case management to actually equip them to move forward. They end up going back to the cycle and can't cope again. And months later, they're back in it. So it's an in and out, in and out thing. It's like, come on, guys, let's actually create a program that really Transition. helps. Transition. Absolutely. Now, um, are we going to tell any, anyone that, um, that that you've got a secret, um, you, the, the, your secret project may be manifesting more than we think, or is that, um, is that under wraps? No, no, no. I, I, yeah, I, I, it'd be amazing to tell people what we're hoping to obtain. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so am I going to say it or are you going to say it? Oh, up to you. I mean, look, okay. There was a project that I saw, a property in DY. It happened to be that Novak had it, hence why we connected. I rung out of faith and boldness going, hey, guys, we want that property. Anyway, long story short, with no money. <laughs> but a grant, came, a government grant has been put out there. But look, government grants are amazing if you can tap in and get them. But there's millions going for these grants, right? So a random one came up for specifically what my pitch was that um, I just put before the vision of what we want to do. Um, it's come out randomly. It's a hefty amount, but I'm I'm nervous they might divide it amongst millions of services, which I can understand they do that, which would not give us enough for what we want to do. But look, there's an amazing property, which sounds, when I've seen the plans with your guys' property developer, he sent them through. I saw the plans. I'm like, that's my vision. It's it's commercial, it's offices, it's open, it's it's accommodation. It's and I've safe, heard that it's vertical. It's vertical. It's like that's exactly it. I mean, it's all there. We've got amazing real estate agents and Novak. We've got the property developer. We've got us. We just need the money. <laughs> so that it's there. It's there. So we've actually we've actually found the real estate. We've actually you've actually found the grant. Um, that suits buying it. You've actually got it, it fits exactly what 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 you need to do for the community transition these domestic people, these domestic violence people um, in, into um, into safe homes, and 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 this yes. will this will take them through that. It will give them employment. It will look at, it will just do so much. So I think um, so if any, if if anything from today, if people could just pray for you. Sounds like I'm a bit religious today, but you yeah. know, it's not. It, it's not just about you know. It's it's you know. Ple it's that vision of what you've got is just such a beautiful thing. And I hope. I think when you put stuff out there, you know, when you just put it out there and you talk about it in some magical way, stuff happens. And you've definitely put it out there today. Look, you know, it's a desire in my heart only because I'm outward thinking and I want to see many, many, not just one. I know we can catch one fish, bring that one fish out of the sea or the starfish, throw it back in the sea. But it's with the support of the community and what we want to do anyway, it, I think we will impact many, many, many. So anyway. 
So, in conclusion, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, in conclusion, I think what we've got is a, is a, is a beautiful human helping the community um, from from 2006, JC, what you've done, the foundation that you've created, the people and the families you've um, you've helped should be celebrated. Well done. And then where you're going now and the vision you're going in the future, um, we're all praying uh, that we can help. And yeah. uh, and it's you know with there's a, there's a building there ready to buy. There's right. a grant there. There's a grant there ready to get. There's you there ready to run it. Um, it's pretty cool if you can pull this off. Oh, look, here's hoping, and like you're saying, we are praying. <laughs> Big time. Billy, yeah. do you want to say anything? No, smashing. Thanks so much for coming on, and I think where you can give a, a hand up, do so, not a hand out. That's my takeaway. Got it. Go on. Yeah. Take care, guys. Thank you, thank you, Amazing. thank you. Bye, bye, bye. Thanks, Jesse. See ya. Bye.